Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to the new and improved Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. After many years of interviewing the best and brightest thought leaders around the world on my SiriusXM show, I am excited to now have those interviews available to people around the globe on this podcast. So many people would write us and say, I love what I've been hearing about your interviews with these great people. Where can I access them? I live in this country or that country, or I don't have access to that technology. How can I get the information? Well, I'm so excited now that we are able to offer the information and the interviews free on this podcast. So we want you to sit back and enjoy this message and let me know how you like them. And then do me a favor. If you like them, send a review, write a review and post it. And if you like it, hit like on here and share it and tell everybody you know about it and then subscribe to this podcast so you'll get the alerts when we post a new interview episode. Thank you for listening and enjoy the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. Hey, everybody. This is a great day, a great day, a great day. And this is your friend, Dr. Willie Jolly, coming to you live and in living color. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm so excited because I've got a great guest. So let me ask you a question. Do you want to create more wealth and you want to get some strategies to do it right now with a simple seven step process to create wealth? Then you want to stay tuned because I've got a guy who was responsible for bringing 50 billion, billion dollars to the communities that many of you might live in and in your world, in your communities. This guy is a mover shaker. You're going to stay, you're going to be glad you stay tuned for this one. Well, you know, I have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it. It's forced upon me. I can't refuse it. I did not seek it. I did not choose it, but it's up to me to use it. I must suffer if I lose it. Oh yeah, give a count if I abuse it. Just a tiny little minute, but our eternities are wrapped up in it. I'm grateful for this minute, this moment, this opportunity to be with you. I've got so much that I want to share with you that I think will bless you. And I want you to make sure that you pull out a pad and a pencil, a piece of paper, because today's show is going to really empower and inspire you. Now, you know, I start with that minute, God's minute, and then, you know, I take a moment. I know some of you say he's going to go and do it again. Yes, I will, because I take a moment to give God glory every show. I do not go by one show without taking a moment to thank God for life and strength and health. I am grateful. I have an attitude of gratitude. And I have read, I have read in this book of life that there were some guys who were blessed. They got blessed and they did not take time to say thank you. They just walked off like no big deal. Well, I'm not going to be one of those. I'm going to be the one that comes back and say, thank you. I appreciate it. And anytime you want to do another blessing, I will be ready and excited and and I receive it. So I take a moment to give God glory for life and strength and health. 
for friends and family and for the things that money can't buy like health, like health and, and, and like good friends. Money can't buy that. So I'm grateful for that and I give God glory. Then I take a moment to thank our sponsor. Our sponsor is Truest Bank. Truest Bank, a bank that has created a new mindset. It says when you start with care, you build a different kind of bank. And that's what they have focused on, caring for people, caring for communities. They are committed to that. I was with the C, uh, not the CEO, I was with the chairman of the board recently. Uh, and, and, and he talks about, we want to help people. That's what we want to do. We want to help people. We really are sincere about helping people with their legacy, their wealth generation, and building businesses that can be sustainable. So when you start with care, you build a different kind of bank, truest bank. All right. I want to tell you about my guest. This guy is incredible. <laughs> Just to put it like that, this guy is incredible. I met him when I was the keynote speaker on the Money Wise Tour with my dear friend, Kelvin Boston. And we were sponsored by the company that he used to work for, which was New York Life. And so he would come out to the tour dates and we had developed a friendship. We had dinner with the whole team a couple of times and we really connected. And then he left to start his own company. And when he got married, he got married in New York City pre-pandemic. And he invited me and my wife to come and invited me to participate in the ceremony. I'm still honored by that. And what an incredible, incredible ceremony and program it was. They they went all out. It was fantastic. In Manhattan, it was incredible. So his name is Eugene Mitchell. And he is the guy known as the man with the $50 billion, that's right, billion dollar plan for successfully creating and leading a campaign for New York Life Insurance Company that generated $50 billion of future income for the black community. And he went on to write a book called Closing the Racial Wealth Gap: Seven Untold Rules for Black Prosperity and Legacy. And, and, and even though he has focused on the African-American community and helping to grow wealth, because there's such a wealth gap, he has also shared with me that these principles will transfer to any culture, black, white, Asian, Hispanic, Indian, wherever you are, that if you want to be sincere about creating wealth. These principles will help you. And so I have given him a brief introduction, but I want him to tell more about who he is, where he came from, and how he got to be this guy who has created such great wealth in a community. Eugene, welcome to the show. Awesome. Awesome. Dr. Jelly, it's such an honor and a pleasure to be with you. Thank you for the invitation. Thank you, everyone that's listening in today. I'm truly a fan of yours. Uh, I want to turn this back to you and say those 10, I think it may be 12 plus years now. Yes. I was trying to think about that. The, the Kelvin Boston tour was amazing. Just not hearing you present, but also sing and, and do what <laughs> you do. So, so thank you for that. And uh, congratulations on your continued success. Well, and, thank you. Thank uh, you, my the recent brother. award, I, th I think that I just saw you see receive. Yes, I was blessed to get the Cavett Award this year, which is the highest award in the speaking industry. It's like the Heisman, the Oscar. So I'm very grateful. Okay, so where did this guy, Eugene, come from? Eugene Mitchell, where did you come from? And how did you get to be a guy who even thought about wealth, uh, taught about wealth? How, where did you come from? 
Great, great. Yeah, I'm just excited to be here with you. Like I said, I'm, I feel like I'm on a good news tour, you know. Yes. And to the book, which I appreciate you you you're sharing, and and this campaign for fifty billion dollars, uh, that that was not only for me a vision which turned into a mission and then a movement, but but now ten years into this, I have outcomes and evidence of it really making a difference. And wow. so I'm proud to say over a billion dollars has been paid out towards that fifty billion dollar goal now. And, and wow. we've created millionaire families. Many of those were black families wow. uh, where they weren't before. And, and this wasn't because they had a, a winning lottery ticket, but that they sat down with one of the financial advisors that we work with. And they put a plan in place, which included a life insurance policy as a wealth building asset, a foundational asset. Right. And, and as time has passed on, they've been able to borrow from that. They, as they've passed on, they've been able to pass something of significance to the tunes of millions of dollars to their children and children's children. So I'm ever more excited now, and, and I'm just here happy to spread this message and tell you some of those success stories. Uh, wow. I think it's more impactful to, to, to hear, and because I don't see, think we have enough of, of, the success, of the success story. I don't know if it's impact stories. Impact. Right? We'll see the, 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 the sad stories. You know, we had to pass the plate. We had the GoFundMe account. We, we you know, they, if only they had had a different path in life. You know, that we have a lot of those. I'm here to share that we have positive stories and things that people can follow and, and be a part of as well and join the movement with us on. So, wow. Um, yep, yep. And, and the, just like I said, where, where does I come from? I, I'm a, uh, from a hardworking immigrant family from, from the West Indies. They were there at the wedding with you. And so thank you again for, for joining you and your beautiful wife. Us, that was a special occasion. And a special oh, man, it was beautiful. So you came, You did you grow up in America or were you born in another country? How, how born, did in you, England. born in you England. Born in England. Came here when I was 12. Wow. Uh, so the Caribbean background to the state, to Brooklyn, New York. Of course, they teased me at 12 with the accent, so I tried to lose it. If only I had it now, I think I, you know, would be a little bit more suave with the ladies now. But, <laughs> but you know, looking back, it, it was what it was. And how did you get into financial services? It's a, it's a long journey. I, I usually, you know, say that um, they, they, they found the passion and the purpose first for the work that I do during the four years that I spent in prison down in Miami, Florida, in my early twenties. You see that? That's the story I wanted people to hear because <laughs> it's so right. profound. Yeah, right. I knew the story, man. Right. This is a, such, and and this is such a story of inspiration, yeah. not just for what you have achieved, but the fact that there are people who might hear this interview who are in prison now and say, look what's possible. So give us a little synopsis, please. Let me clarify a bit more. So I was a prison guard for four years <laughs> at a prison <laughs> So you know, what we talked about before, go from locking people up to setting them financially free, right? But um, Come on now. As I you know, sat there day after day in that majority black and brown inmate, you know, looking at the black and brown inmate population. I started to question, why is it this way, right? And, and started to, to think about what people say are the problems, you know, the, the crime, the drugs, the non-nuclear households. And as I thought about it, I thought that those are the, the symptoms of a deeper-rooted problem, which mm. has to do with our economics or, yes. or lack of money, right? Guidance yes. and support, right? Yes. I started to wonder if these brothers had been set up and, you know, all these folks there with a college savings plan when they were young, would they have had a different path in life? You know, if somebody had given them a down payment for a home or startup capital for a business, you know, would they have not been out on the corner hustling or doing whatever they were doing, right? And so, you know, as, as I thought about it, you know, wealth equals opportunity in life. Yes. Many of yes. them didn't come from wealth. So it, it perpetuates hard times, right, and the wrong direction. 
So I knew that, you know, I wanted to do something about it, but I couldn't do it as a prison guard. So I went back to finish my degree in finance. That was okay. down at NYU, Florida International University. I came up to New York to do my MBA at NYU. And you talk about uh, op- uh, opportunity meeting preparation. You know, I had interned out in a cal- uh, tech company in California in 2000. But of course, the tech bubble burst. Right. So I knew I didn't want to go back out there. And so as I started looking for jobs, I was about to graduate in 2001. My friend said this old stodgy life insurance company has one of those leadership development programs you're looking for. Why don't you go there and sit till the recession's over? So that's how I fell into the insurance business. But but you talk about, you know, um, the, the greater calling of my life. I was able to sit in this unique position in the home office yes. around these uh, cultural marketing groups that targeted Chinese, Vietnamese, Korean, Hispanic and Indian markets. And I got to hear and see what they were doing that was very different in many cases from what I knew and from what many folks I knew in the black community were doing around their finances. So that became now a, a, a passion and a, and a calling on my life to write a business plan for the African-American market and work mm. to, to help drive the company, the agents and the community education around just new literacy and new ways of thinking about it. Wow. So this guy, he came to America with his family, Caribbean background, but they immigrated from where the, his parents probably from the Caribbean to England yeah. and then England to America. He grew up in New York City, went to Florida, became a prison guard, became a prison guard in Florida and realized, one, that there was something bigger inside of him. And two, that there was something bigger inside of the people who were housed in that prison. And if he could start to grow himself, maybe he could help to grow them as well. Because many people know I have the Jolly Good News org organization where we try and put my book a setback set up for a comeback in prisons to change mindsets so that when they come out they'll never go back and they will have a different mindset and that's what you had that same kind of uh, desire as you sat there looking day after day four years being a prison guard and went on go back to school get your education then went on get your your uh, your MBA and then started working with this old stodgy life insurance company that's been around for over a hundred years yet. You saw an opportunity to infuse some new excitement for them. Yeah. You gathered this group of African-American who were disbanded. They were all over the place mm-hmm. and you pulled them together and you rose up to the senior level in the C-suite. And then you built this big, incredible mission. Oh my God, you created a mission that has changed America, changed, as you said, created some households, families that are now million dollar families. We're going to take a deep dive into what he did, how he did it, and what you can learn from it. He has seven principles. Oh my goodness. Seven principles. I'm telling you, take out your pad and pencil, your iPhone, your iPad, because we're going to give you information that will change your life and change your future and your legacy. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And for sure, the best is yet to come. We'll be right back. Friendship is not about being convenient. It's about being committed and consistent. You can call on me when you need me. You can call on me. You can call on me. Pick up the phone. You can call me.
Are you ready to revolutionize your relationship with money? I'm Brian Ford, a financial wellness expert. And I'm Bright Dixon, an expert in positive psychology. Together, we host Money and Mindset with Bright and Brian, a podcast from Truist Bank that's all about exploring the relationship between your money, your mindset, and your well-being. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts or truest.com forward slash money and mindset podcast. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, host of the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways Show. The smart first step to buying a home is knowing how much you can afford. A truest mortgage professional can help you understand that in just a few minutes. Connecting with a lender first helps you to be more confident in your search. Truest offers loans that can help you become a homeowner with a low down payment. The best way to find out if you qualify for a low down payment loan is to talk with a truest mortgage professional. Visit truest.com slash mortgage truest dot com slash mortgage to see current rates to get a sample mortgage payment using their calculator and find resources to help you buy a home talk to a truest mortgage professional about your loan options having that relationship in place can help you find the best financing options available to you truest bank is an equal housing lender when you start with care you get a different kind of bank truest bank and we're back this is dr willie jolly on the willie jolly wealthy ways show and podcast around the country around the world wherever you're listening i hope you are uh, are just being blessed by this. And I ask you to do me a favor, everybody to do me a favor, share this show, this information with people in your network, call them, get on the phone, send them a text, send them an email, say, Hey, I just want to give you a blessing that will bless you and your family. You know, if you go to a great restaurant and it was really good food, I know for sure that when you leave there, you're going to call one of your friends and say, I just left this place. The food was so fantastic. You got to go. Well, that's what I want you to do with the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way show. Call your friends, your family members. Y'all got to listen to this. This guy brings nothing but the best and the brightest thought leaders. He is focused on not pop culture, not politics, only on helping people grow their wealth, not just Get rich, but grow wealth. That is a difference. I got a new book coming out, folks, called Rich is Good, Wealthy is Better. It'll be out in a few months. And so you'll want to get a copy of that. If you are on my newsletter, by the way, you will get information as to when the new book is coming out. So make sure you go to WJWOW, WJWOW, WJWOW.com. Get some of the free books we give there, free resources we give there. And then you'll sign up for my newsletter there and you'll get uh, updates on when things are going and and the great guest I have and the lessons we learn from him. Well, my guest today is Eugene Mitchell. He is an incredible gentleman who has done incredible things. Let me tell you a little more about him. He 
he said he was a prison guard, but he is now the president and CEO of E. Mitchell Enterprises, financial consulting and financial services organization. He's an author of the award-winning book we're about to talk about, Closing the Racial Wealth Gap, Seven Untold Rules for Black Prosperity and Legacy. He's nationally known as the man with the $50 billion plan for successfully creating and leading a company, New York Life, to a new place where we can get financial uh, security for more families. He is a consultant, a chief marketing strategist for American Classic Agency, and he is one of the people who really has a, a pulse on what's going on in the financial services arena and in the insurance arena for people to make the most out of their finances and make their money work for them. Don't just work for you. Don't just work for your money. Make that money work for you. Okay, Eugene, we're back with you, my brother. And I want to ask you a few questions because this is such a great great process and program. There are some questions I want to ask you. You're nationally known as the man with the $50 billion plan. Tell us about the campaign and, and how you came up with the idea and what, what led to it and where to go and all of the things you created. Thank, thank you, Dr. Jolly. Um, you know, the campaign was about changing the conversation in, in the Black community around our money, our, our, the way we look at it, how we you know, build it, protect it, leverage it, and pass it on. As I mentioned before, I, I sat in this unique group amongst these other cultural markets, the Chinese, the Vietnamese, the Korean, Hispanic, and Indian markets. But what I realized that a lot of these folks were no smarter than you and I. They're no harder working than you and I. They've been set up differently in the way of you know uh, education and, and, and being handed uh, different uh, strategies and tools to, to leverage and to build their families for themselves, their families, and their communities. And that's what I you know, was recognized was missing for many of us, especially around this tool of life insurance. This was a life insurance company I worked at. But for many of us over the past 200 years of this industry, you know, you can go back to insurance on slaves, the, the race-based underwriting, us being excluded, us being taken advantage of, the misguidance, the miseducation. Many of us don't know and have not been shown the ways that others have been doing it. It's not only do you know what it is, but for me, it was a big part was, do you know how others are using it? So that's what this campaign was for me to change, especially around the conversation from being uh, using it just for burial policies. Right. You know, Which is what, what most people were, were focused on for so many years. I remember growing up and there was a guy who came to the community where I grew up in, in inner city, D.C., and a, a white gentleman. But he would come to pick up the money every two weeks. And it was for burial. It was for burial. Okay. That's right. And that's, uh, so many families have that same experience. Um, Big, Mom, Big Mama had a policy. The insurance man came and collected a few dollars, you know, but he only told her about a great home going, using it for a great home going, not being mm -hmm. a burden to your family. But right. he didn't say how you could use it differently or add anything of value to pass on. She even right. took out policy, small policies in each of the kids. Remember? Mm -hmm. but, yep. but, but what happens when she passed, you know, it, that policy wasn't typically enough to bury her. They still right. have to pass the plate. So at times, beg and borrow to to, to, to bury her. So mm. it, it left a very negative taste in folks' mouths, and you know, and we had to change that perception and understanding and the trust in the agent. Yes. So that's what this campaign was about. This fifty billion dollar campaign, and and where where the number came from, I seen a, a study it said the, the wealth gap between the average black family and the average white family was about two hundred thirty six thousand dollars. Mm. At this vision, what, what if a black family had a two hundred fifty thousand dollars policy, right? It, it wasn't the burial policy. It wasn't a million dollar policy like they probably needed, but at least it would start to bridge that gap. 
Now right. let's put them on par with that other white family when somebody passed away. Right. Might not give them the same opportunity access and access, still America, right? But at least he would put them on par financially. Right. I said, what if we could get 200,000 black families to see the value of owning at least a $250,000 life insurance policy? You could just show your parents and show your kids and show yourself three generations in, right? Think about every generation passing on something of significance beyond your job, beyond your house, beyond your investments. It's just another income stream, another tool. Right. That's where it came from. 200,000 people with $250,000 of insurance will create $50 billion of protection and tax-free future income as long as they keep making those premium payments. And so I'm trying to say it took us six and a half years, leading now 1,500 Black agents. I helped grow from 500 to 1,500. This is part of what a lot of folks wanted to be a part of. We had a, a purpose and a mission. That, that they said, you know, I see my purpose now to help empower families, to end poverty, you know, to, to be a part of this movement. And so we took a six and a half years. We, we were able to put $50 billion of life insurance in force by the black agents for the black community. And so wow. th- this is what, you know, was, was I think the crowning achievement of, of, of that time and that, that what, what we were working on. You know, there, there was a, a great celebration we had on the steps of the Capitol. A lot of news articles were written. Talk about 50 years after civil rights. Here it is, this group of uh, 1,500 black agents. We're now creating $50 billion that we could pass on with the baton to to our next generation. So we're just not giving them access and opportunity. Now we're giving them resources, wealth, money to work with. That's what this was about. Wow. Wow. Well, give me a couple object lessons. Let me mm-hmm. give me a couple stories uh, yep. of people who, who took advantage of it and how it how it changed their lives. Sure, sure. So, so the first person to deliver a million dollar death claim check was, was a, a brother named Lamar Boyce. He's over there in, in uh, Philadelphia. Now mm-hmm. he sat with it with a nurse and, and uh, she, I think she was from the Caribbean as well. Said, you know, I only want a hundred thousand dollar policy. And he, he says, listen, you're worth so much more to your family. That's chapter one of the book. Know yourself, mm-hmm. know your worth. Right. Wow. And, yep. and there's different ways to calculate your value and your worth. A simple way, the way that they, they taught me is another story in the book about how they told me I was a two and a half million dollar asset to them. I'd never heard my economic value before. But similarly, that's what Lamar said to this woman. You make $50,000 a year for 20 years. That's a million dollars. Here you are making more than that. You got to at least if you don't make it home tomorrow, replace that for your family. And so she took out a million dollar policy. It was a few years later. She came down with a condition and passed away. Lamar gets to deliver a million dollar check back to her mother to benefit her and the woman's daughter. Wow. Here's where I'm going, Willie. The, the, yes. the, the daughter says, you know what? My mother was a nurse and now I want to become a doctor. And I know she set me up with everything I need, whether it's tutors, whether it's education, the college education, the, the medical school. I have it all prepared and set up for me because of my mother's contribution to me. I'm going to make her proud and show the world what this, what this what the benefits of this tool can do. Now, how powerful is that? that That's that is powerful. Black family powerful. Moving powerful. To and you know what, uh, Eugene? I, I, I've had such great guests on. One of my guests was a, um, a Jewish rabbi, who one of my mm-hmm. dear friends. And he talked about how people in, in other cultures will buy insurance on the family will get together and buy insurance on the eldest person in the family right. and everybody chips in because they know that just by a law of, uh, of, uh, of, 
expectation, that person is going to probably, 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 probability of dying before the rest of the younger folks. So they, they, they chip in everybody and they get an insurance call and that money then goes back to the family, which then they reinvest. They don't go and buy, they don't want to buy a big McMansion or 10 Mercedes and two, two Ferraris. They reinvest it in a family business or family asset that can create re- revenues for the family over time. And then children can have college educations paid for. Homes can be built and passed on. Businesses can be started. That's the kind of thing. Am I right about it? You're absolutely right. That That's the, uh, one of the, the strongest stories. And so I appreciate you sharing that as well. That just watching what, other, like I said, it's not only what it is, but how others are using it. Yes. And so, like you said, that living in Brooklyn, my neighbors would do that. Take out a million dollars of insurance on the two oldest in the family. Mm. right? And then that family of 20 the 18 others would make the payments on it. And for them, it wasn't about profiting off the death of grandma and grandpa, but about holding them up as the matriarch and the patriarch. Because from that $2 million, they'll get now to well, to use that for 20% down on maybe one of those, those row houses, the brownstones that we have there, right? right. The multi-unit business, brownstones. You know, if we say, how long is it going to take you and I to, to work and save 20% down? But they're mm. getting it that kind of way. Maybe they could buy two or three of those, right? Wow. They, they pay for every child's college education, the grandchildren's college education. They don't have a student loan crisis because they've already taken care of that, right? Wow. You're talking about st- st- startup capital for businesses. You know, you come out of school, you want to start your own law firm, your own accounting firm. We could do that within our own house and without our own family because we're using that to do that. Wow. This is Will, fantastic thinking. Fantastic went, thinking. Went to my parents and said, like the Jewish family in Brooklyn, we want to take out a policy on y'all. You can imagine how well that went over in the black family. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you hold that thought, hold that thought. Absolutely. We're going to come perfect. right back after station identification with my special guest, Eugene Mitchell. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways Show. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I got an email from a gentleman in Australia who shared how he had been struggling in his business, and he bought some of my books and audios, and how it had a profound impact on his business, and he went from worst to first in his company. I shared with him how much I appreciated his Note, but I told him those books, those audios, those videos were not just something that I just thought up one day and started to write. They were born out of my experiences, out of the challenges of overcoming the problems and the difficulties and how I was able to do it. And I shared with him that others have sent similar messages and that these resources work. I want to encourage you and invite you to go to my store. Go to wjspeaks.com slash shop. wjspeaks.com slash shop. Get some of the books. It only takes a minute to change your life or a setback is a setup for a comeback or turn setbacks into greenbacks or chicken soup for the soul or an attitude of excellence or the book I wrote with my wife after 34 years of being married and not having an argument in over 30 years. We wrote a book called Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last and now it is saving marriages all over the globe. Go to the store, get some of the art 
audios, the videos, the books, the resources to help you have greater personal and professional success. This is Dr. Willa Jolly. Make this a great day on purpose. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways show and podcast. We're talking about legacy. We're talking about wealth creation. And I want to take a moment to tell you that the first smart step to, to building wealth is home ownership. And a truest mortgage professional can help you understand that, that in just a few minutes and how you can get a home loan to get you started. Truest offers loans that can help you become a homeowner with homeowner with a low down payment. The best way to find out if you qualify for a low down payment loan is to talk with a Truist mortgage professional. Visit truest.com slash mortgage. Truist, T-R-U-I-S-T dot com slash mortgage to see current rates. Get a sample mortgage payment using their calculator and find resources to help you buy a home. Talk to a Truist mortgage professional about your loan options. Having that relationship in place can help you find the best financing options available to you. Truist Bank is an equal housing lender. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. Truist Bank. My special guest is the guy. They call him the $50 billion plan guy, and he accomplished it. He he thought it, he dreamed it, and then he accomplished it. He has gone on to start his own company, and it's a company that's doing very well with financial uh, consulting, with teaching, with learning pro- programs and possibilities, and he has a book. Before we go into the book, please tell people where they can reach you, Eugene Mitchell. Thank you, Dr. Jolly. EugeneMitchell.com is the website there. It tells the story. You've got uh, the opportunity to purchase the book right there for themselves. And so That's right. So right go to his website and get yes, it from sir. him. Yes, <laughs> and <laughs> that way we help to generate more wealth for him and his wife and his children. That's right. That's and right. we love Amazon and all. But, you know, my first book with my wife, my Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last book, I did not put it on Amazon. I, mm-hmm. I only sold it on my website. And some of my speaker buddies said, what? You're not putting it on Amazon? I said, well, I love Amazon. They sell all my books. But I want to take my investment back from the book and the printing and the process and the editing and all of that and publishing it. I've got to get my, my my return on my investment first. And then when it went to the second and third printings, and the book is doing great, make love, make money, make it last. People can get a free chapter at jollymarriage.com. Then we went to Amazon. Now you can go to Amazon get it if you like. And because I made my initial investment back and that's what I wanted to do. Well, you've got a book called Closing the Racial Wealth Gap, Seven Untold Rules for Black Prosperity and Legacy. And as I said earlier in the show, these rules will work for Black folks, white folks, Asian folks, Hispanic folks, Indian folks. But he focused because we had such, as a people, had so many barriers like redlining and like not being able to get a home loan. Even the GI Bill was not given equitably across the different GI units initially. Black folks would not be able to either get it or they get a lesser and weren't being able to get to home ownership because they weren't being able to get loans. They weren't being able to get financing. And so they had nothing to pass on to their children. And so tell us about the book and let's go through some of the principles that you teach in this book. Yes, sir. So closing the racial wealth gap, I think you just highlighted some of the historical contributions to the wealth gap. 
right? So we can go back to slavery. There's 246 years of us not making any wealth. We were the wealth and wealth creators for someone else. 100 years of segregation, separate and not equal. You talk about the GI Bill, the redlining, the subprime loan crisis, all the things that have gotten us here. There's also current contributed factors to the wealth gap. You mm. talk about home ownership. We have yes. to get a home, home ownership. If, if, if the white community has uh, home ownership at 72% and we're at, uh, uh, I think, 42%, there are 74%, that there's a gap already. Because right. for most, that's the largest asset. So right. home ownership, uh, education, unemployment, and, and inheritance is a big part that we have to, to also uh, delve into and figure out how to pass on. Those right. are things that I wanted to pour into the book, right? Things that I didn't know I didn't know, right? right. They, they say it again. Things that not only didn't know, I didn't know I didn't know that I was missing and wow. that other communities were using. So so sitting in that group, part of what I was able to, to explore and discover in, that, in, in, in getting that campaign, 200,000 people to, to, to see the value of, of taking out at least the policy, life insurance policy of, above $250,000 to pass on. These are things that, that we learned. And, wow. and, and wanted to pour into and pass on. Like I said, even me with two college degrees didn't know a bunch of these things. So I saw it from small things to, to large things. It's broken into seven sections there. Well, let's go uh, to them. You already said yeah. uh, rule number one, know yourself and know your worth. Yes, sir. You, you kind of touched on that, that there is, you have a worth, a, a, a economic, I guess, uh, if you were to be put on a, um, what's the guy in the, in the in, insurance company who does the numbers actuary actuaries the actuary has a rule that they can look at and say this person is is uh statistically da 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 so you got to know your worth financially and what the impact it has on your family over time am i right absolutely absolutely right and i think for me we don't think of that and or we've been misguided to believe who we are and our value is tied into all the consumer things that we have our car our bag our shoes our clothes you know, that's who we show up as, but that's not really your true economic value. So that's where chapter right. one goes into understanding your value and, and different ways to calculate that. The, the idea is that we're all million dollar assets to ourselves okay. and our family. And, and that's, okay. I think there's a value gap in, in America, right? We talk about, you know, Black Lives Matter. We, we don't only matter, we're, we're significant, we're valuable, right? We, we, we are producers and, and, and workers. So, so things that, that, that go into chapter one. That, that okay. gets us, I mean, once you know you're a million dollar asset, you have to better take care of that. Right. The second that's one right. is insure yourself to ensure the future. That's number two. Say that again. If insure yourself to ensure the future. I N S U R E to ensure the future. E N S U R E. As a million dollar asset, if you don't make it home tomorrow, or COVID takes you out. Or you're a victim of, you know, uh, whatever kind of interaction, police, black on black crime, just regular crime, whatever it is. If you don't make it up, what, what is the, that impact to the family? You have to make sure you've protected that. But also mm. you need the insurances to make sure that you have uh, set up and, and provided for your future in case you get sick, a terminal mm. illness, a chronic illness, a critical illness. All those kinds of things that I go into the second chapter and understanding just the different terms, the different ways that we uh, have, like I said, not been shown in many cases or, or we just you know, have written it off in the way mm. of it's only for burial. So different ways of insuring yourself and ensuring your, your, uh, your value is number two. N- number three? Number three is uh, you can't earn your way to wealth. Oh, right? wow. you, we go to work every day. My parents would say, just put your head down and just, just work hard. But, but they didn't just do that, right? They, they, they protected what they earned. That was that insurance piece. They had a plan. 
you know, coming from the Caribbean, they were big on buying property, right? And and that, so we moved into a house, a, a fixer upper that right. needed to, you know, they would come home, they go to work in the day, come home, fix different walls, different things every night. And that's how they started to build their nest egg. You got to figure out how to preserve your wealth and mm. then pass it on. So, so it's not just earning it. You need to put a proper plan in place. You know, it just doesn't, uh, you know, let's, oh, you can't stick it under the mattress. You can't just, you have to have a plan in place. That's the number three there. And give okay. you ideas of how to structure it and tools to use within that. Great. Number, number four? four. If you have a landlord and a Lexus, then you have a problem. Woo! Come on, say it again, brother. Say it again. <laughs> I know I'll upset some people on this one. If you have a landlord and a Lexus, then you have a problem. Mm. It's the concept here, right? A Lexus is a depreciating, a Land Rover is a depreciating asset, right? If you're a landlord, you have an appreciating asset. If yes. you're renting, then you're paying somebody else. You're giving them money to increase their value. You're losing yours. That's the concept and the context around this. You know, how are we structuring ourselves to be on the right path? Of, of increasing our, our net worth, right? Not spending it, not consuming it, not giving it away, not trying to look a certain way because that's not building wealth. Mm, man, that's the, if you have a landlord and a Lexus, you got a problem. Or if you, if you got a, a Gucci bag, but there's nothing in it, then right. you got a problem. If that's you right. got a Gucci bag and you don't have any money in it or credit cards or, 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 or wealth creation in that bag and it's just for show and you done paid all that money, you got a problem. You got a problem. Okay, go ahead, my brother. You know, rethink where we are, what, what we're focused on. Now, yep. Number uh, six. Uh, number five. Number five. Number five. I'm sorry. It's not what you make. It's what you keep mm, and, and what right. you get to do with it. Yes. Right? So, yes. so that, 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 again, going deeper into that thinking, old money and new money. Mm. Right? You think about yeah. the, what are we showing here? Right? Uh, what are the old traditional ways? Many of us, I think I was guilty of it. The, the, the corporate job, you know, the high level, moving into a neighborhood which was really out of my reach to be in, right? But yes. I had to, to live amongst the Joneses, right? Drive right. a certain car, overextend myself. That yes. That's where we're going here. You're making the money, but do you get to keep it? Yes. And, and what does that allow you to do? So, and and not only, you know, pointing out the, the flaws, but where and who are people in our community that are doing it right? There are celebrities that have shifted their consuming and spending into building schools and, and giving to charity and making a difference. So to just recognizing and seeing what they're do, doing so we can copy some of those things. Right. That's exactly. And how you think about money. I love the story that uh, Shaquille O'Neal shared that when he was being signed by, I think it was Nike, uh, yes. he was about to, they, they were offering him a big amount of money. And and then he was like, oh, man, I, I got, I'll get all this money. And he, he just happened to call Michael Jordan. And Michael Jordan said, don't take the money. Ask for stock. Ask go. for a stock. And he said that 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 one piece of advice made him a hundred million dollars rather than spending money. He invested his money into, in a stock buyback. Okay. Number, number, then you got number six. More stories stories like that in uh, number five, number six, that coming back to rich people plan for three generations, poor people plan for Saturday night. Another one, another zigger. (laughs) Rich people plan for three generations, poor people plan for Saturday night. That's for me, you know, what can you do to 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 uh, plan for your parents, plan for yourself, plan for your children, especially that I'll come back. I was an insurance company around that tool of life insurance. 
right? We talked about the, the communities around us, ensuring their parents, the grandparents, right? What can we do? And I, I said, me and my sister went to my parents and said, we want to take out a policy on you. And then I, the joke is they stopped returning our calls and, and <laughs> put extra locks on the door. But, but, but seriously, it took me a while for them to understand, you know, it's not about me and my sister. We're doing okay for ourselves. But we would like to find a new way to, for you to leave something more for your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren so they know your name. And wow. they said, we like that. So Amen. like the, the, the Jewish family we talked about earlier, you pay for it. So we right. took out a half-million-dollar policy. We insured both of them on this. Me and my sister split the payment. It cost us $300 a month. That's $150 each. I say, what else in America can you spend $150 to get a guaranteed tax-free half million dollars at some point in the future? That's some of the ideas, some of the potential of what this book and these ideas can can do for you and your family. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Folks, I tell you, now I'm going to make a cliffhanger. We got step number seven or law number seven or principle number seven coming up. Y'all got to stay tuned to hear the next next, uh, step. But y'all going to be enjoying the rest of this. So you know the best is yet to come. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. We'll be right back. Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. There's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went, and it changed my life. And I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500. And that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? 
Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. And he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you, grow your mindset, grow your future, grow your finances. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire. wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come. And we're back with my special guest, Eugene Mitchell. He's the CEO of E. Mitchell Enterprises. He's the author of the exciting, incredible book, Closing the Racial Wealth Gap, Seven Untold Rules for Black Prosperity and Legacy. That's important, not just prosperity and legacy. So you've given us, let me go over them for everybody who might have just jumped on or missed it or something. Number one, rule number one, know yourself, know your worth. Rule number two, ensure yourself, ensure yourself to ensure the future. And then rule number three, you can't earn your way to wealth. Mm, that's going to be one of the pieces I talk about in my, my book, uh, Rich is Good, Wealthy is Better, and how you have to think beyond just what you do, but also what you own. And then uh, number four was if you have a landlord and a Lexus, then you got a problem. Mm, come on, somebody. Woo! Number five is it's not what you make, it's what you keep. Rule number six, rich people plan for three generations. Poor people plan for Saturday night. All right. Untold rule number seven. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Now you've got the what are we, a rising tide lifts all boats. Say that and one more time. Say that one more time. rising tide lifts all boats. Hmm. Come and, on, somebody. I go a number of different ways in this piece about the, sort of how to create a thriving Black community and economy. Like you mm. said, this applies to all communities, Hispanic, yes. Latino, the Asian, this is everybody. And so I give a different a wheel of sort of sources of capital, you know, conscious consumerism, black business directories, online marketplaces, all the things that we can participate in and or figure out how we can own some of these pieces so we can yes. support each other in that. Right. Yes. The, the idea you mentioned, again, the home ownership piece, you know, how, so you figure that there, how can we start to layer these pieces? The, the, the life insurance proceeds can give you the down payment, that 20% down to purchase a home, right? right? That you can support by buying from a black owned realtor. That, you know, using the, the just sort of cycling the dollar, you know, keep building together. That, that was part of this $50 billion campaign. It wasn't only what we could do individually, but what we could do collectively. Yes. 200,000 people with yes. $250,000 of insurance are going to pass at some point in the future. But with this new income stream, what will we do with $50 billion? The friends, the families, and businesses of 200,000 Black people do with $50 billion. Think wow. about cycling that amongst Black-owned businesses, yep. right? Tithing that into our churches, yep. right? You talk about um, the, 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 the endowments and charitable giving that we can use with that, deposits into our banks like Truist, that the things that we can do to continue to multiply, that's what this chapter is about. 
Absolutely. Even more, I guess, concerning for me when you talk about collectively all boats, right? There were there was an APM reach search that said 142,000 Black folks passed away because of COVID-19 over the last two. Well, it was uh, April 2020 to April 2022. So a heartbreaking number: 142,000 people, Black wow. people. But imagine mm. where I'm going if each of them would have had a $250,000 policy at least. Yes. Yes. That in two years would have created $35.6 billion for their families. Wow. Think about what, what can the, fam- the friends and families and businesses of, of 142,000 Black people do with $35 billion. That's yep. the power and the potential of what I'm trying to share about these tools, about the information in this book. You know, this, this is what we've been missing. Unfortunately, though, a lot of those companies got to revise down their expected payout numbers because who was passing? There were minorities who yep. had small policy, uh, who didn't have policies, or elderly who had yes. small policies. So, so we got to get in the game. We got to figure out how we make sure that we're, you know, you talk about the the what's coming, the impending and growing wealth gap. The greatest transfer of wealth is coming with the baby boomers dying and re- retiring and dying. Right? Yes. How are yes. we going to make sure that our diverse communities are keeping up with that by participating in that? So, tools like this life insurance. Uh, sitting with putting a plan in place, getting your property, you know, just all those things are, th- are ways that we can make sure that we keep up and, and make sure our children and children's children keep up going forward. Wow. This is fantastic. This is such good information. Um, say the name of the book again and where people can get it right now. That's Closing the Racial Wealth Gap, Seven Untold Rules for Black Prosperity and Legacy. And where can they get it? EugeneMitchell.com, right in the middle of the page. It says <laughs> purchase here. You can do it on my website. Like I said earlier, all that's where we want you to go. Do. EugeneMitchell.com. And you're available for consultations, for that's speaking right. engagements, and for uh, for just uh, coaching people. That's Am right. I right? Absolutely. And, and if you would like to speak to an advisor, like I said, we've got a, a, a group of trusted advisors now that I've built up over these last 17 years that you can go to EugeneMitchell.com forward slash one generation. Wow. I say one generation because my intent is to close the wealth gap in one generation. It's going to pop up there, put in your information, and we'll contact you after that. So, Eugene, Man, I love what you're doing. I love your thinking, Eugene. I love your thinking. How do we help people in a holistic way and, right. and giving them the book, giving them some financial advisors, giving them options for insurance? And you, you, you say, I, I want to help you. I really sincerely want to help you. Okay. Uh, you're coming to D.C. to give a speech. And I came over to the speech and Dee and I came and we we loved Eugene, by, by the way, and his wife. And we we uh, had lunch and then we went over to Howard University or yes. American University or, or one of the great universities in the area. We went to a business class of young wannabe entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs. Give them a couple. You got us. If you're going to be successful in yes. business, here's some things you got to do. Give me some. You got us. You got, you got to work hard. That, that, yes, that's you what do. we're teaching our kids. You know, that there's no easy ride. There's no coasting your way into being successful. You mm. know, that there's, there's no get rich quick scheme. You got to work hard. You yes. know, that's, you know, and I was talking to a young college student the other day. He's like, you know what? Yeah, I just graduated and, uh, you know, I'm trying to figure out how, how to manage my money. And I said, well, how many jobs do you have? He said, I have one. I said, you know, I had a part-time job. I had a weekend job. I had three, four, that whole West Indian mindset, you know? <laughs> right, I'm, right. 
if you're serious about moving forward, what do you what what why are you watching TV in the evenings? Get yourself a part-time job. Figure right. out how to build a business online. You, you gotta work hard and, and and do, you know, put the time and effort in. Other communities around us are doing it. When you talk about some of these top schools, that they're, they're not just you know coasting into getting into top schools. They're work, they're grooming and, and and making sure their their kids are, are are on a path to work hard to get to the top. We have to do the same. Work hard is one. Right. Um, I think finding passion. Mm. It, 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 I, I, I've been known to have a little bit of passion here. Amen. Amen. You know, <laughs> you know, trudging along that then there's uh you know find the the career path. It might not be immediate. Find what you're going to be passionate about. It's not work. If it's your passion, right? It's just, you know, what you get up every day to do. So you got to find your passion, be passionate about it. You got to pl- plan, you know, and planning, I mean, get the people around you that that are, you know, ahead of you, that can help you, able to give a different perspective than maybe you had. Like right. I said, going to that job in a, in a, in a place where I, they, I learned things I didn't know I didn't know right. is, is what you have to expose yourself to. Right. There's somebody who can make a recommendation for you. That, that a can mentor make, of sort. A mentor of sort. Like you've been to me. And, and I appreciate yes. you over the years for, for doing that. I, I asked you for, for help when I was writing my book. And, and so yes. like I said, it wasn't just the the uh, the, uh, the the message that you put in, but but your, your information was valuable and, and appreciated as well. But Amen. yes, you have to find mentors and, and advocates and, and champions and sponsors. Uh, that, that's how you, you become successful, especially in this business realm. Uh, I believe. Amen. Amen. Work hard, folks. Have a passion for it and yeah. get some some mentors, some some people. And I always recommend if you get a mentor, do for them, do for them before you need them to do for you. Dot dot point into people and and develop the relationship. And that's what Eugene has done so wonderfully. Develop the relationship from the moment we met. We sat next to each other at one of the dinners and just talked about ideas. We didn't talk about what kind of car he drives. I don't know to this day what kind of dri- car he drives, nor does he know what kind of car I drive. That's not important. The things are not important. Uh, Talking about people are not important. It's about ideas. And that's who I want to be around. Ideas. People who are idea conveyors and idea cultivators. And that's what we want to do. And a movement, if I can just wait and and create a part, join the movement with us. Be a part of something bigger than yourself. Something that's making a difference. We created 50 billion. We're trying to go to 500 billion. I wow. think about the impact that that will have for the greater good, eradicating poverty, you know, saying goodbye to GoFundMe, just creating financial freedom, access and opportunity. That's where I'm going. Wow. Join the team. Please, please visit the website. And thank you for the time here, Dr. Jolly. One more time. Where can they reach you? EugeneMitchell.com. And what's and the name of the book? Closing the Racial Wealth Gap, Seven Untold Rules for Black Prosperity and Legacy. To meet with an advisor, EugeneMitchell.com forward slash one generation. Wow. We're going to connect you with somebody you can trust and it's going to give you the best advice. Wow. Thank you, Eugene. For folks, this is, I told you this was going to be a barn burner. Take this and run with it. Take this thinking and share it with your family. Share it with your friends. Uh, you know, as we 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 get together over the the next year, share with family reunions. Sit down and talk about the money and learn to teach what you learned. Because no one in my generation talked about money. My parents didn't talk about money. My grandmama did, though. She taught me save your money and put it away. And when my grandmother died, she left us a nest egg so that I could use that money to help and her property to help buy my first home. And so uh, thank God. Okay. We want to thank Eugene Mitchell. We want to thank Truist because Truist has been such a supportive partner in this effort to help people grow their wealth and their legacy. I want you to go to Truist.com, T-R-U-I-S-T.com, Truist 
truest.com. They will help you. And if you are interested in getting a home, truest.com slash mortgage, truest.com slash mortgage. And then I want to encourage everybody to go to winwithwilly.com to get access to all my website, but specifically go to WJWOW. Dot com. WJ Wow, get some of the free books and resources we give just to help people develop their mindset. By the way, I recently offered a copy of the book, Only the Best on Success, which is a book when a bunch of us Hall of Fame speakers got together and each one got a chapter and put information in the book and we put it together to give it to people to bless them. And so if you'd like a copy, a free copy, a digital copy, email us at WJ at WillieJolly.com. WJ at Willie jolly.com only the best of success free to you we want you to join us if you're married or not married on monday nights for the jolly marriage show and get access to the jolly marriage book make love make money make it last go to jollymarriage.com jollymarriage.com i want to thank everybody for your time i want to thank you for your support you know these shows go to the podcast if you're listening on podcast share that with everybody and remember you have the potential for doing incredible things so Get good mentors and go at it. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And for sure, your best is yet to come. God bless you. enjoyed this podcast episode and I hope you got something of great value and I hope that you were inspired, you were motivated, you were empowered and you were encouraged to live your best life. I hope this information and this inspiration will help you to do more, be more and to achieve more. That's the goal why I started this program and I hope it helped you in a mighty way. Now, I ask you to make sure and that you take full advantage of all the resources that came through this program. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of the free resources that we have there for you. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com slash shop to get some of the books that we have created, that we've labored over to make sure that they will deliver a powerful message to you. I hope you go to willyjolly.com slash billionaire, willyjolly.com slash billionaire, or wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get the box that it will inspire your whole family or get the bag of books. Make this a great day, a great week, a great month. And remember, it is true that you are blessed and all things are possible for them that believe. So make the most of the belief that you have now in your future. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.